Shulchan Arach Harav, we are in Simen Shin Zayin, we begin Halacha Gimel, section 317. We are starting to learn the third Halacha. We mentioned yesterday that it is customary to be careful not to tie or untie any knot that consists of two knots, one on top of the other, and this applies even if it is one that is meant to be untied that very day. Um, now the Altarev is going to qualify. Bamed Varmun does the above apply when one ties two knots, one on top of the other. Whenever one ties a bow above a knot, there is no room for doubt at all whether it's considered a professional knot, a maisei uman, and it's permitted to tie and untie it on Shabbos um, if it is not intended to last at all. Um, and let's just explain this. Because a bow above a knot can in no way be considered a professional knot, a maisei uman. Some contemporary halachic authorities compare one of the knots frequently used for tying a necktie, that's called the four-in-hand knot, to a bow tied over a knot. The reason for the comparison is that the knot can be undone by pulling either of the ends. However, there is a difference between the two, because when the loop of a tie is closed, the knot is not easily undone. According to these authorities, such a knot may be tied in Shabbos only if it will be untied within 24 hours. Now, the second type of knot used for a tie the Pratt, or the Shelby knot, is considered by some to be a professional knot, the Maisei Uman, because it will remain tied even if one pulls both ends of the tie. Hence, it may not be tied or untied on Shabbos, even if one intends to untie it within 24 hours. Many authorities rule that a tie should not be tied on Shabbos. Instead, it should be tied before Shabbos and put on and taken off on Shabbos by tightening or widening the loop around the neck <coughs> without tightening or loosening the knot itself. Okay, now, we said that when you have a bow on top of a knot, there's no doubt that that's considered a, a endless topic, there's no doubt whether that's considered a professional knot, and you are allowed to tie and untie it on Shabbos if you're not intending for it to last. Needless to say, this leniency applies with regard to tying two bows, one on top of the other. There is, however, room for stringency if the tie uh, made by a knot and a bow is meant to last. And in section 651, it talks about binding the myrtle and the willow branches to a lulav on the day of, uh, of Yom Tov of Sukkot. And that source, Al-Tareb, rules that it's forbidden to tie a bow over a knot since one does not intend to undo the knot. In a related ruling, the Pisgah Chuba states that one wants to be careful not to tie a garbage bag that one wishes to dispose of with a bow over a knot one intends that the bag will remain tied in that manner for more than 24 hours. Continuing the Allah, um, if it consists of but one knot without a bow on top of it, that's not called a knot at all. Uh, and it is permitted to tie and untie it, even if it is intended to be maintained for all time. All the above applies with regard to tying two articles together. However, if uh, one ties a knot at the end of a rope, a thread or a strip of cloth, it's considered as if you tie two knots, one on top of the other, with regard to all matters. This concludes Allah Gimel. Allah Dalit knot that is not deemed a permanent knot according to scriptural law, but only according to rabbinic law, may be tied for the sake of a mitzvah. And you're also allowed to, to untie such a knot for the purpose of a mitzvah, says the Badi Ashokhan. For example, one ties a knot. Uh, to measure whether an object of a dimension is significant, 
whether an object is of a dimension significant in Jewish law. In section 306, he emphasizes that it's forbidden to measure objects for mundane purposes. On Shabbos, measuring is permitted only for the sake of a mitzvah. Okay. So based on this, uh, the Gemara Shabbos 157a relates that on Shabbos, a rope was tied using a non-permanent knot to an earthenware implement, and it was used to check whether or not a crack in a tank was sufficiently large enough to enable impurity to pass through. In the Kutus Sichas, the Rebbe explains that leniency is shown with regard to the prohibition against tying, because the prohibition against tying a knot that will not last was not instituted out of concern, that perhaps one will tie a permanent knot, but because tying a non-permanent knot resembles tying a permanent knot. Hence, when the activity involves a mitzvah, our sages did not impose such a restriction. Among the most common applications of this concept is tying and untying the knot uh, and bow on the sash used to hold the Torah skull closed. Since the bow will remain tied for more than 24 hours after mincha, um, there are some authorities that maintain that the ends of the sash should merely be tucked in but not tied. Nevertheless, the common practice is to tie the sash with a knot and a bow. Since it's an act of respect for the Torah skull, it's considered as a knot tied for the sake of mitzvah. Including Allah Dalid, indeed it's even permitted to tie a professional knot if it's impossible to measure otherwise. This concludes Halakha Dalad and today's share.